Hey everyone, and welcome back to Scratch the Scripture. I'm your host, Caden Tart. Now, a little bit of a weather report. Uh, for the past three nights, we have been experiencing insanely magnificent electrical storms at our house, and, and they're shooting down golf ball-sized hail at us. They're, they're beautiful to watch, absolutely, but they're damaging on the power outlets and thankfully not our cars. That That's one big worry I was having. And this has been happening for the past three nights, so I just, I hope and pray that we don't have a fourth one. <laughs> and that that's kind of what's been happening recently. And beyond that update, uh, this week's question is, what does the Bible say about suicide? It's a pretty serious question. And if you haven't already, you can send us a question through our Gmail. You can send us one through our Instagram. You can, you can leave a comment anywhere. You, you can engage with us in so many ways. Just ask away. And if you want to be further involved with us, you can join our Discord server. And that's like its whole... It's a whole different community there, and I'll leave a link in the description below for that. And if you honestly want to know the answer to what does the Bible say about suicide, then stay tuned. Very early on in my life, I didn't know anyone around that committed suicide or was thinking of suicide. It was like a, a very foreign idea to me, and it seemed like suicide just wasn't a common thing. Like it was a rarity, like finding diamonds or something but I, I was proved wrong pretty soon. Throughout my high school years, I would come across so many friends that contemplated suicide or talked about witnessing other people or relatives killing themselves, and I just thought, man, this is, this is serious. And this is actually what caused me to start to evangelize. I, I formed some sort of hero complex, and I wanted to help save people. I wanted to keep them from taking their own lives because I, I thought if I could keep them from dying, then maybe they could come to Christ and see that living life was actually a beautiful thing. But sadly, this this was not the case. In, in February of 2020, just last year, I lost a dear friend. He was He was one of the funniest people you could come across. And I was directing a school project, a movie. I was making a movie. And, and he was one of the actors. We were pumped to start filming the next day, and I went to school, and I grabbed the camera and the equipment, and and then the principal sat me down and told me that my friend slashed his wrists and hung himself. So suicide has never been an easy topic, and since COVID lockdown, the rates of depression and suicide have grown tremendously, so it's not going to get easier anytime soon. To put it bluntly, suicide is a sin. Nowhere in the Bible does it directly say that committing suicide is a sin, but suicide is murder. It is self-murder, and with any kind of murder, it is incredibly sinful and serious. We are dealing not only with the physical and mental torment that self-murder entails, we are also dealing with your soul, and given that your soul lives on after physical death, it is remarkably valuable and extremely precious. And anyone listening to this episode, currently contemplating suicide, or anywhere on that path, I just, I just want to say this. Please don't do it. 
this isn't the end. What you're feeling right now is hard and what you're feeling might be swallowing you whole. It might be consuming you, but this is a feeling and feelings deceive you. This is the devil's work. He he constantly spreads lies. He puts thoughts into your head. So don't believe those because he wants you dead. Don't give Satan the satisfaction. He is the king of lies. But God is the king of truth. If you're if you're going to believe anything, believe God's word. God won't abandon you. You're in a rough time in your life, but this isn't it. God will provide another way for you. I promise you that. That's what I wanted to say. And throughout my high school preaching years, I have noticed one vital root of the problem. Almost everyone that I have counseled with suicidal thoughts also lacked a belief in God. Now, this is not to say that Christians can't be suicidal or that all atheists are suicidal. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that there is a common correlation between someone's hope in life and their belief in God. This is where I believe the root of the problem lies. So let's take an atheist, someone who doesn't believe in God. Whatever hope they have in their life, it's finite. There is no afterlife. You live for 70 years and then poof, that's it. All sense of purpose and drive and, and meaning is stripped entirely from the very start. So what does it look like when they start to feel hopeless? It's intensely horrifying to be in that position because you have no way out. Now, let's take a Christian, one who lives their whole life trying to be holy and righteous. We as Christians are disturbed by the very existence of sin, but many Christians are in constant despair over the fact that they cannot stop sinning. No matter how hard they try, they commit the same sin over and over and over again, and now they are fully in despair and they don't have any knowable reason to believe they are saved by God. They believe in the existence of God, but, sorry, excuse me, but they believe they are beyond redemption. I went on a spiel there, but do you see the similarities in both of these cases? They both show the person's distrust in God's magnificent power over their lives. The act of committing suicide is just the physical manifestation of the victim's distrust in God's abilities. And that's what makes it a sin. Killing yourself is a sin just like any other sin, but it has unique attribute in that it's irreversible. I mean, you can lie, then feel ashamed and repent and apologize for it. You can steal and then feel ashamed and return the item and try to reconcile with the person you stole from. There's many ways to fix the situation, but with suicide, the damage is done and everyone that cares about you is now utterly heartbroken. You, you can't repent for it. You can't apologize for it. Nothing. So now the question arises, if I commit suicide and I'm unable to repent, can I still be forgiven? Well, let's take, out a, few, let, let's take a look at a few verses that I chose. Uh, in the book of Psalms, chapter 25, verse 18, it says, Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. In the book of Mark, chapter 3, verse 28, it says, Truly I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. In 1 John, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, 
we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So are, are, are you getting the big picture here? Are you really seeing the message that I've laid out through these three verses? When, when the Bible illustrates a cleansing of a person's sin, it makes, it makes a very good point of saying all sin. When it talks about the purification of a person's uh, sinful nature, nature, it says all sin, meaning every sin is covered by the grace of God. And even though it's too late to repent for the sin of committing suicide, it can still be forgiven, as Christ's sacrifice covers past, present, and future sins. So imagine a true Christian. They have been redeemed and forgiven by God. They give constant praise to Christ and live their whole life saved. Also imagine that one night, just randomly out of the blue, they commit suicide. Would that person be forgiving? Or would that person be forgiven? Sorry. I would think absolutely. I mean, if a true Christian commits suicide, it's understandable to question whether they were a true Christian. But at the end of the day, God knows your heart better than anyone. God never makes a misjudgment. And so if a true Christian, I'm going to highlight true. If a true Christian commits suicide and ends up in heaven, then they have truly and faithfully followed in Christ's footsteps. And one, one final note here. Believers and non-believers alike have times of sorrow, times of serious loss and tremendous pain. Sometimes it can be so overwhelming that it takes our focus away from God. But God never takes his focus away from us. No matter the situation, you are never alone, and God always wants what is best for you. And if you are considering suicide, get assistance immediately. Talk to someone you live with, someone you work with, anyone. Just talk to somebody. Call 911 and get yourself to a hospital at this very moment. Do whatever it takes to get the help you need. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, then go to anchor.fm slash scripture for more episodes. And feel free to shoot us a question at scratchthescripture at gmail.com for this series. Tune in next Sunday as we answer the question, how do we get closer to God? And remember, we're only just beginning to scratch the scripture. 